Hey guys, it's Jenna, and welcome back to Bolt Loud and Screaming Podcast, the podcast where we talk about adult shit and how we move through these bullshit expectations. I'm a work in progress, and if you are too, Bolt Loud and Screaming is the podcast for you. So this week, we have a very special guest. We have my friend Vicky Vale, rapper, producer, all-around creative force, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, being creative during uh, COVID and creating and, and, and the process of creating, as well as um, setting goals and, and if our goals should be a little different um, due to this whole pandemic. Um, and we're also going to get into um, normalizing therapy. So this episode, um, we really want you guys to be present. We have a lot of gems and um, we're actually being very vulnerable and open, especially me. Um, so definitely tune in and I hope you guys enjoy. First of all, I want to thank you, Vicki Vale, what the hell, <laughs> for being my co-host today on Bold Loud and Screaming Podcast. First of all, me and Vicki, we met at a friend's birthday dinner at Pepe's, okay? Pepe's. <laughs> five dollar margarita. I'm telling y'all, I need my five dollar margaritas back, okay? <laughs> I need y'all back in the back with that slushy machine. Y'all back in the back with the salt. I need them. I need to give Back. me. Can I get salt all around that? Rum, 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 rum. Trey, I will get your tray. <laughs> Do you think you can buy me a bottle of rosé? Okay, let's get in that. <laughs> I need all of that salt all around that. Rim, 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 rim. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> Double shot. So, I mean, I met, I met Vicky and her energy was infectious. It, and then we got together again. Y'all know I'm gonna be messing with everybody like that. Exactly. But we got together again at that same friend. She had another get together. Again, that energy, this, this beautiful, just light, this energy. And it just never changed. And I'm like, I told my friend, I told my best friend, I'm like, I love her. I'm like, she is just genuine, just good genuine positive energy and i'm just like i don't know what it is but i just i love it i want more i love her she just just pure light and that's why i asked vicky to come here today to spread some of that light some of that that great energy that she always has to uh, <laughs> audience like it needs to be heard and vicky what you work you got you got some stuff under your belt vicky well, she has all this energy but she's a creative she's just really amazing at what she does she's able to come up with these beautiful music vicky is a producer okay she makes music she's an artist and tell tell me what you got working on girl what you, what you, what you working on oh hey Gianna, Gianna. first of all <laughs> we gotta celebrate each other okay so take it you gonna learn how to take compliments because I, I know that was one of my things and i and i realized that about black women again we don't talk about taking compliments and it's always something or that right. you're supposed to downplay we are not downplaying life honey live in your light i see you i recognize you and you are amazing vicky okay <laughs> that is what we gonna do I like to think that, first of all, uh, thank you. Thank you for uh, having me on. Thank you for giving me the space to just, just be a carefree Black queer woman. 
I think this is uh, something that just a lot of people do not have. I don't see it often. And so thank you. Thank you for letting me express myself. And um, like you said, I think just wanting to have a space to be creative. I think it was one of the things in 2020 that, you know, I'm single. I was in my house or in my apartment. I had towel life. I wore no clothes. It was like (laughs) towel, towel life. For what? What you need clothes for? For what? <laughs> I mean, I don't need it. And so I'm like, um, I I remember um, speaking with a friend of mine, and it was it was just there was a situation that happened that resulted in her uttering the phrase um, "fuck that nigga, he can suck my ass." Part of my Portuguese. <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, girl, that's a song. And so, um, I, you know, I got my setup here. I make music here. And um, I had a new setup, but I really hadn't used it because I was so um, dedicated to work. Okay. I was just so, I feel like it can be draining. It's, it's very demanding of you. It just needs a lot. And so by the time you get home from it, you're just like, oh my gosh, I really can't take it. And so because we was on that teeny, I didn't have that. And I had more energy to allow for myself to be in that creative space. So that when she uttered this phrase, I was like, oh, wait a minute, girl, that's a beat. That's a beat and a half. Hold up now. And so (laughs) I made it. And I just remember telling her she she was tutoring uh, during the teeny. Um, and so she said, I got to go do my tutoring. I said, okay, girl, by the time you get back with your tutoring, I'm going to have this done. And I did, I had made the whole song, did the beat. I made the words, I recorded it. And then I sent it to her and she, just as a joke, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't even like a real, like, I was just like, this is funny. We're going to make some beats. Like it's a teeny, like, oh, towel life, whatever. And a girl sent that and she was like, and I played it for my mom and my mom loved it. And oh my God. (laughs) playing it and everyone's like oh my god this is a lit and I was like well shit and I remember uh my homegirl was like you should just make an album just real nonchalant you should make an album and I was like real nonchalant back because that's how real queens talk no problem girl you're right (laughs) you know you actually you know what I got it say less and then I did and that's how I got the purple collection and so the purple collection is just basically a group of really personal uh curated music and me being the artist which I had never done before this is just that's completely new the producing the engineering the mixing and all of that that stuff is old news but being able to sit in front of the mic that's that's new and so um doing that just really gave me an opportunity to be something that I never had a chance to do before and it you know just doing what I really like to do it turned out really well and people really it was received very well so I remember thinking I'm gonna do this it's the heart edition purple the purple collection the heart edition is out right now whoop whoop and I was like I'm gonna do two more I know that's right. Oh, but what I realize now is that now since we're not in a teeny, it's it's not as easy, but I feel like I'm finding, still trying to hold on. And from what I learned from 2020 is like, Mm -hmm. you have to make that time. It's important to you. Mm -hmm. All this other stuff that you do for everybody else, that's cool. But when it's all said and done, you want your whole life to be about how you did some other shit for somebody else? Exactly. I I could be gone tomorrow. 
Let me put something down. And I felt like here, even if no one plays it, even if no one likes it, I loved it. And my niece could look back 30 years from now and be like, we could pull that album up. We did that. We did that. And you did that. Let me say, I've listened to it and everything about that I said about your energy, everything that I said about your positive, like your light, it definitely comes through in your music. Like literally I was listening to it and it just was feel good. And I was laughing and it was like everything that you are and that you encompass, you put that, I feel like you put that in, you know, this, this music and I got it, you know, not to mention I'm from Chicago. You know, <laughs> Girl, I'm from Chicago and my homies fly as Trivago. <laughs> yes, you bars, bars. <laughs> on the south side, that Dan Ryan. Okay. Yes, wow, wow. Wow, Chicago, don't y'all like my sauce on your I, I, I had to represent my south side. Wow, wow. Wow, wow, honey. Okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> so, with that being said, uh, I'm, I'm still working and I feel like uh, one thing that I will say to creatives out there is that uh, creating is a job. Don't let anyone feel like put the pressure, put the heat on you to keep creating, creating, creating. It's a process. It's something that is very, uh, I'm going to use this word again, visceral. It's something that is just completely deep in a part of you. So no one can put a, you know, a manufacturer, a timestamp on that. Just let it flow through. The best music I've ever made is this stuff that I'm making now. And it's because I don't have the heat of the industry on my neck like I did years ago. So it's, it's, this has been the most well-received and I didn't did all kinds of music, radio, TV, film scores, and whatever you talk about it. I didn't did it. And it, none of it has been received like the purple collection. And that was just me playing around in my, in my house, doing a teeny, wearing a towel, talking shit about some, you know, whatever the fuck. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> don't, don't hold yourself to that. And then the other piece is when you say you're going to do something and it don't happen, don't beat yourself up. Just say you're going to do it. You don't have to put no timestamp on it. I'm going to do them. I'm going to do my last two albums. And it's going to happen. And it's going to happen. And it might not happen right here. I think we're so used to instant gratification. But really, the things that take the time is what has the most uh, value, has the most quality to it. Just take your time and put out the work that you really want to put out. And that's and that's that. So, Vicky Vale, what the hell? That's what's up. And that's the word. And that's a word from Vicky Vale, what the hell? And you can check out um, the Purple Heart Collection um, on Spotify and SoundCloud. Well, tell us. So uh, the album is um, the Purple Collection. This is the Heart Edition. It's on title. It's on. Apple Music, it's on Spotify, it's on YouTube Music. It's um, you can put it in your little Instagram feeds and reels or movies or whatever the fuck ever. Uh, you can put it on your YouTube. <laughs> so the lyrics are there. It's a whole. I think you can put it on TikTok also. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a thing. Just look it up. I feel like um, um, Vicky Vale, Vicky with an I, Vale like a bride, and then what the hell. <laughs> you know, you can look it up. It's just usually Vicky Vale. And, um, and where can they uh, catch you on social media? Um, you can hit me up at at Vicky Vale. What the hell? That's on Instagram. That's probably the the easiest way to get to me. Otherwise, I'm hiding, y'all. I got a TikTok. I have no clue. Someone, yo, your your people's gonna have to show me how to use it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your janinators, your janinators are gonna have to show me. <laughs> My generators are going to have to show me how to use TikTok. I have no clue. I made one TikTok video. I, I know nothing else. I feel like it was an epic fail. 
Uh, <laughs> help me. I feel like other than that, catch me Instagram. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, you know, if you're creating something, I think you, you said what it is, just let it flow. Yeah. You know, and, and I know what that is to have a space and to beat up my, myself because, oh, dang, I didn't do that. Or I should have done this. Or I've started things that, you know, um, and, and it didn't go how I thought it was going to go. And then, or I just got unmotivated. That's normal. It's a process. And it's a very journey. true. Very true. I just stepped back. I just stepped back because I, I don't want anything to be forced. I feel like I definitely used to force way too much stuff. And I didn't want to force this. I think the relationship I have with music um, is very sacred to me. And it feels sometimes like a marriage. And I, I realize now that I can step back and it's not going to run away from me. Where, you know, sometimes I think like in a relationship, we feel like, oh, if I just, if I need to, if I say to this person, I need some space or I can't do this right now. I'm about to come back. I have to eat. I have something. I'm about to do something else. And sometimes they'll feel like, oh, you're neglecting me. I don't want to deal with your ass no more. So you get afraid to do that. And I was, I felt the same way about music where it's like, if I'm not doing it, I'm not staying in this moment and doing it, it's never going to happen for me. And that's just, it's, it's just not true. I think the kind of relationship that you build and that you create with um, should be a place where nothing is forced. Just just let it happen. That's that's where it sounds the best. That's when it, it, it looks the best. It feels the best. You feel more accomplished. Uh, and I think it's because you're taking the time to do it the right way. Did 2020 get a bad rap? Because there was a lot of shit that happened. 2020, yes, the world shut down. There's no more brunches, no more boozy brunches. Boozy brunch. There's no more. <laughs> There's no more $5 Tuesdays, okay? No more $5 Taco Tuesdays. I just want to I just want to emphasize the $5 Taco Tuesdays because not only is a fucking taco dinners five fucking dollars but these big ass margaritas are $5 and there's no more of them. Why can't I get my margaritas and tacos on the road to go? I still want my margarita. Can I get salt on my little uh, styrofoam cup? <laughs> Period. And <laughs> please. <laughs> Hello. You know what I'm saying? You know, and that shit stopped the world. And so now we don't have no more distractions. I don't know. Let me tell you, Jenna, I feel like it was definitely a time, and I know everyone's um experience with it is different. And some of it was more um visceral than others. Uh, but I do feel like um, it really, it, it did give time. And I've heard this from uh, other friends who said that they, they were hiding and running away from a lot of stuff before. And that made them have to look at it and deal with it. And they have now come out on the other side with more clarity about themselves because they had that period to do so. And so, you know, I think that, right. like I said, I think it's different for everyone. I know for me, it was a little bit different, but it definitely gave me the insight into myself to say, I'm not taking care of myself. 
And I thought I was okay. And I really wasn't. And so I wasn't asking myself the right questions throughout my entire adulthood life. Because this whole, the, when I tell you, this whole time I thought I was healthy with an F. Healthy. <laughs> healthy. How are you? I'm healthy. healthy. And, and I wasn't. I was actually, this was the sickest, was the sickest year I've ever had probably in my entire life. And I had never been so down and out. And having that, you know, I, I was in the hospital several times and just sitting there and being alone, not being able to have people really come to see you, not having those safe falls, not having that safety net, not scaffolding. It just really, you got to figure out what's importante. It's muy importante. Here's, here's where, this is where I feel like it, gave, it got a bad rap. And I understand it's different for everyone, but I do know one thing. It definitely had a space and a time for transformation. You know, it definitely set the, you know, energy and space for transformation because now you don't have any, anything but to sit with, but with yourself and your thoughts. And hopefully, you know, for me, that was like a, Ooh, shit. Um, there's a lot of things that I need to like, you know, address because why am I feeling like this? And it started off as anxiety attacks. I have had anxiety. I didn't, I've had anxiety for as long as I can remember. And I always, you know, I can hide it very well. I hide it behind my smile. I hide it for, from so many other things. And you wouldn't think everybody's just like, oh, you're just so, you know, Donna, you're just so, you know, no, you know what you want. You do it. You know, you be going after, you're a go-getter. Now you have no idea internally what the fuck I got to do to build my shit up to be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Especially being able to deal with the failures because that shit is always in the back of your mind. Like this could crash and burn. Yeah. You know, I'm not good enough. Why did this happen to me? You know, whatever, all of these things going on in my head at the time, it was just like, what the fuck? So, you know, I took the time after having an anxiety attack about, um, I, I had anxiety about what was going on. And it was just like, well, wait, I got to be able to, I can't be living sure. in this. Ask you though, really quick, Jana. What what was the thing that, or what was the situation that was like the straw that broke the camel's back, or whatever? You know what I mean? Like what what had come? Like when was the point where you said, "Yo, no, it's too much." So I have um, a four year old, and I would be, you know, there would be situations that would happen. And I, I like to analyze everything. I like to analyze, you know, situations. I try to, you know, again, I, I overanalyze and overthink. Yeah. And so um, I was having a conversation with my daughter and her reaction was just like, she, she had a, rea- I, I don't even know how to describe what this reaction was, but it was a look that she had gave me. And I felt like in that moment, I had like a flashback. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like a memory that came up for me that I didn't even know was there. And in in that moment, I had dismissed my daughter and I just started crying. And like, it was this emotional weight that had just flushed over me that was triggered by, you know, a situation with my daughter. And I'm like, what? Yo, what the hell is going on? And um, I was just like, okay, I need, I need to, I need to speak to a counselor. I need a, I need a therapist. And in that moment, you know, it was like, I felt kind of bad because it was like, why can't you do this yourself? Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, it was like, why can't you do this yourself? You should be able to pull this through. You're strong. You are, you are, you know, you, you supposed to have it together. Sure. You're supposed to, and all that shit went away. Like all that shit went to the trash. <laughs> all of it. Cause I was just hunched over. Like what the, like this shit shouldn't have made me cry. And I'm fucking bawling right now. Yeah. And so I had reached out and, and again, I had, I'm not, a, I'm not, I wasn't a stranger to therapy. I just never had like full, full therapy. I had some shit from work right. before. And then I had some right. couples therapy before. Cause it was like, we needed to work on our communication. And I remember the therapist and it was something about her that was like comforting to me. It was like, no, I feel like, yeah. so I reached out to, um, her and she was just like yes I just need your consent from your husband just to say you know it's okay that I'm going to be treating you and everything and when I tell you I had started oh also Blue Cross Blue Shield they had because of the pandemic it was free therapy nice. free virtual therapy so I was like man I felt like you know the stars had aligned I was like this is this, yes. is, this was my time mm -hmm. to really step into that and really figure out what was going on emotionally with me I feel like I had just too many breaking points and that was like Jenna you got to get this together for your best self because you've been dealing with this for too long it, it's it's one of those things that's refreshing to hear people and women and black women be vulnerable because sometimes I think we are just look at as caricatures. Absolutely. We are just, um, you know, angry and I'm good and I'm strong and I don't need no one. And I don't, I could do whatever. I put the whole, uh, you obviously black women are putting the entire culture on their back. Every day. Period. So period. And so uh, you have to put on this like stone mask that can, you know, never crumble. And so to be able to hear like, hey, man, I, I just really couldn't. It makes you feel like you're not alone because I think uh, everyone has reached a point in their life where they're just like, this isn't me. To be able to say, I'm not okay is a big piece that a lot of people are just afraid to say afraid to get to the point and 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 realize it in themselves yeah. to be like I'm just not okay it's it's unrealistic at the end of the day at some point you do need help you haven't regardless of whatever you've done uh, you know yes you may have accomplished so many things but at some point somehow or another you had some type of help you know whatever form it came into whether somebody gave you a shot that's help you know what I'm saying like somebody had to open a door that was help you know and we need to, number one, recognize the help that you did get. Because even in your traumas, you know, there was still some, you know, you still got some type of assistance to where to get you where you are. You know what I'm saying? And it's nothing wrong with getting. And first of all, it's nothing wrong with asking for help. It is nothing wrong with asking for help. And I, that was a part of my trauma. And because I, I had trust issues. I didn't understand what that root of that trust issue was, but my trust had been broken so many times that asking for help, again, was an anxiety trigger. Like I have to sit here, that's a, a level, I didn't know how to be vulnerable and I didn't know that that's what it was. It's just good to hear. I, I, I think I remember having a, a similar kind of moment where, like you said, I think I, I had been introduced to uh, therapy. I had, had did a couple's therapy um, before as well. And after that relationship no longer worked out, I was just kind of on my own. I was doing my thing, but I could absolutely see 
that I was not okay. And I knew I wasn't okay. And I think other people could tell that I was not okay. Um, but I remember, I think it was my birthday. Um, and I really didn't want to do anything, but I had friends and they wanted me to do stuff. Uh, this was a couple of years ago. And we planned something out by where we used to live out there in the South suburbs. And, you know, it came and it was, it was all right. I got dressed up. I looked all right. It was cool. And I remember going home and um, being completely alone and just locking the door and like taking all the clothes off, all the fancy, all, all the finery and just crying, just crying, crying, just could not like uncontrollably. And um, I just remember thinking, I gotta, I'll have to, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just shoot homeboy email. <laughs> hey man. I know you was working with us before. Obviously, it didn't work out with us. Uh, but I feel like utter trash now. And life isn't worth living. So can we can we see if we can figure some things out? Like, are you got availability? <laughs> you work And it, it was just a, it was like such a step. But I had just, I recognized in myself. You know, sometimes it'd be like, oh, you're the last one to know. I was, I was just like, or at least I realized, it. you know, some people go and they just blinded to their own pain. They're just they're, either they're not paying attention. They don't want to acknowledge it or whatever, but they're just like, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. And I don't care. I'm, I'm terrible, but this is life. And it's like, no, yeah. you can't sustain that. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, I know for me, mine's was rooted in, again, like black women, you're going to be okay. You just get over it or you better pray it off. You pray, ask the Lord, ask the Lord. And it's like, I've asked the Lord and I'm still on the floor bawling. Exactly. I still can't move from this floor bawling, you know, and, and God made therapists. Come on now. Say that loud. God made therapists. <laughs> and it's like, it's nothing wrong with going to get help. I would rather, and half of it is we're sitting up there bringing our traumas. And this is, this is why it was a trigger for me. And I didn't realize it. I think it was subconsciously. I didn't want to bring my trauma to, down to my daughter. I refused to bring all my trauma. And that's why they said these cycles, these cycles that we live in and breaking the cycle. And a part of that is getting the help you need. You, if you need help, if you are struggling mentally, if you are having a hard time processing, if you are having a hard time dealing with your emotions, if you are crying for no reason, if you have no motivation to live, if you are having suicidal thoughts, you are not alone. You are not alone. And it's okay to ask for help. And I know how hard it is. I know how, how hard that shame is, you know, to have, I've had suicidal thoughts. Uh, I was uh, three pills away. Okay. You know, it was one point in my life where I had, Literally, I had a razor in front of me. I said it all out. I had a razor in front of me. I had antifreeze in front of me and I had pills in front of me. And I was like, which one? And I sat there and I looked at each one and I was just like, okay, that shit's gonna hurt and that's gonna be messy. That shit's gonna gross. So then I'm looking at the antifreeze and I'm like, you can't even drink. The thought of drinking raw egg is gag, instant gag. So how are you gonna take down some antifreeze? So then I looked at the pills and I was like, maybe this is a way, you know, and, and this is a, a completely transparent moment. And I'm saying this as to, you know, help someone. And I took the pills. 
I don't know how many. I just took whatever was left in there. And mm. that was going to be it for me. And I took it and I got sleepy and I went to sleep and I woke up. So in that moment, I was ready to go yeah. because I felt like my yeah. life was no tonight, Jenna. important, exactly. you know, and, you know, it, I, to feel so broken and to feel that broken, yeah. to yes. feel like something was that wrong with you is fucked up, you know, like you're not that bad, you know? They're still, and I'm so grateful that I still have life that yeah. I woke up because I wouldn't be here. And there's so many beautiful things that I've been able to see and experience and feel and endure because I was yeah. able to wake up. Mm. Some people aren't that fortunate. Wow. You, just you know, right and it's, it's at the end of yeah. the day, you know what I mean? One thing that we have to, you know, start to do is normalize therapy. Yeah. We need it. I was fortunate. Mm. Everybody's not fortunate to wake up. And <laughs> if you're listening and you yeah. are having suicidal thoughts, please get some help. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. And please be open yeah. with the people who are helping you. Tell them what you need. Tell them that you are not okay and it's okay. Let them be a listening ear and it's okay. You have to, you, you, period. I, I think, you know, when things happen to us, sometimes I, we don't realize that we're being used. And I feel like as a, as a person mm -hmm. who believes in the most high, um, I think that yeah. things happen to us for this kind of reason right here, where you have to go through mm -hmm. that. You have to feel that love. Mm -hmm. You had to feel like there was nothing left. But you had to make that choice. And then you made the choice. And then you were brought back. Absolutely. So that you could come on this show right now to say to someone who's sitting right now and thinking like 2020 took my family, took my job, took my house, took my Amen. livelihood, took my children, took my dog, my cat, whatever, took my life. And what, what, what do I have left? What's the point for this right here? To be like, if had I not woken up, I wouldn't be able to have experienced right. all of these things. I wouldn't have right. my, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the life, my family, the love of my community, love of my friends. I don't feel fulfilled. And you know what I mean? Like that stuff. Is, and when we in it, it's really hard Super to see. Hard. You can't see any of that. You can't see and that. And here's the thing. When you remove all of that stuff, you are more than where you come from. You are more than what um, happened to you. You are more than what your possessions are. You are more worthy and worth having anything. Just you being here and, and being in, the, in, in your skin is enough. That's enough. And I feel the society that we live in, it is built off of capitalism and built off of insecurities and built off of you not feeling like you're enough. But the consequences of that is, is that you're never enough. You feel like you're never enough. And I'm here to say that you are worth more than any possession, any, any, any title that shit don't mean nothing. You are enough and you are brought here and you have a purpose and you just living your life is your purpose. 
you know, I'm supposed to be doing this or this whole huge thing. You are enough just in the skin that you're in. Everything that you need, you already you're possess. Enough. You're you enough. On your own, and you are worth being here every moment. And the world needs you. And we need you. We need you. I want to take this time. Let's let's do some affirmations because sometimes you just got to be reminded about who you are and in this life. Let's do it. All of our listeners to take the time to sit back and process this. You are worthy. Let that resonate. You are worthy. You are worthy. You have everything that you need in this moment. You're worthy of all of it. That's deep. I want to affirmate. I want to affirmate. Is that a thing? Here, I got one. Here we go. Jana, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I am deserving of a life that's better than anything I could have ever imagined. You hear me? I, I got you, girl. Say that again. Say I that am again. deserving of a life that is better than anything I could have ever imagined. Okay. We all are. We are all deserving of a life that whatever you thought was the best thing in the world, we deserve more than that. We're deserving of more of that. You deserve it all. Even more of all the riches, the largest amount, billions of dollars. You and and then you are worth more than that. You are priceless. You are priceless. There's no monetary value that can be equated for the amount of worth that you possess. I'm here for this. Affirmation station. We're just going to call it affirmation station. Affirmation station. (laughs) Affirmation station. And so again, if you are feeling like you're at a point in your life where you feel like you can't go on and that you don't feel that worth, that you can't feel that love, Um, please reach out please reach out you can reach out to me i will put access.bls at gmail.com you can email me you can you please and you know tell me your story if it's a story that you want to share about um going to therapy or seeking therapy or feeling like you were at your lowest point reach out access.bls at gmail.com okay and not just me i'm not a professional you know, but again, I can, I can give you some love. That is what I can do. I possess love and I give love. Okay. I can give you love and I'm sending love and positive vibes to you in this moment, but get the help that you need. I will post a um, description of a suicide prevention hotline in this um, to make sure, but reach out and there's nothing wrong with you. Black queen, you are strong. Black queen, you are beautiful. You have taken on the world. Get you some help. Get them out. I feel like you're talking. Yes, get it. At me, girl. (laughs) I am my face, girl. Yes, I am speaking to your. And the things is, is when we we are in this world, we dwell in this realm to share and to be a vessel. And that vessel is not just to hoard and to fill up. No, it's to move through us and to give and to share. And what we do is that we plant these seeds. And so a lot of time, these seeds are just embedded in us. And even in the growth process, when you think about how a seed sprouts and grows crops or you know grows a tree or a leaf or a flower, it has to yeah, be a dark period. Mm-hmm. So maybe 2020 was the dark period that you needed yeah. to sprout your Come roots. On now. Yeah. 
Let these roots be new for you. Let these roots manifest something beautiful. Let this root manifest your true light. Your light is already there. Let it shine, honey. And it's okay to get help in order to, to grow, in order to sprout. It is okay. If you are at a low point and you are feeling like you can't really talk to anyone or that you don't have anyone or you feel isolated because you're having suicidal thoughts, please do not be afraid or do not be ashamed to reach out for help. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number is one 800 273-8255. Again, that number is 1-800-273-8255. Or you can go to www.suicidepreventionlifeline.org to chat with a specialist. You do not have to do this alone and it's okay and you don't have to be ashamed. Please reach out and get some help. You know, our biggest takeaways from today is one is number one is that you are okay just being you and it's okay just to be you. It's okay to have those. It's okay to get help. If you need help, please reach out. There are sources out here. So many free sources and resources that you can, um, you know, get to, um, to get the help that you need and it's okay to get help and it's okay to get therapy or therapy is okay. Let's normalize therapy. Okay. It is okay. And it's, it's nothing You're wrong okay. with therapy. You are not going against God. You could be religious and still have a therapist. Okay. So let, let, let's know that those things can coexist. Okay. But I do think yes. more importantly is addressing the mental health and getting to a space where we can be ourselves and, and be open, which is, you know, getting the help being therapy so that we can release. I, I agree. We are okay. You have to be, I think you do. I'm with you. Let's, I think a good way to cap it is that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to ask for help. And um, even, even at your very lowest, you are worthy. Amen. If you need help, ask for it. Get it, whatever that is. Don't be too proud because we want you here and your purpose is bigger than where you are. You are worthy, you are deserving, and I love you. We love you. And I just want to send some love and some positive vibes to you because you may not have that in that moment and you may need it. I also want to um, talk about, you know, 2020, if, the, if it doesn't, if your goals don't look the same or if you didn't quite get to where you wanted to go, it's okay. It's okay. Let's revisit. Be okay. Let's put ourselves first. Number one, in 2021, let's put ourselves first. Okay. And don't forget to send in what your goals are for 2021 and how they have changed from 2020 and what you're looking forward to this year, because there are some good things getting through this. At the end of the day, just because things don't look how you thought that they were going to look doesn't mean that it isn't worth it or it doesn't have any value. Be present in the right now, because right now is the time for you to manifest whatever it is that you need to manifest. Okay. So it's here. And I want to thank you guys for listening to a Bold Loud and Screaming podcast. It's a safe space for us to be our authentic selves. And when you are your authentic self, you are living bold, loud, and screaming. Okay? Hey.
Vicky Vale, what the hell? Thank you so much for coming by and bringing your positive energy, your vibes, and for being vulnerable with us and just sharing with us and sharing your gifts. And you can check out Vicky Vale, what the hell's music on all music platforms. The Purple Heart Collection is available on all music platforms. Make sure you check that out because it's a whole vibe, okay? Hey guys, if you like what you heard today, please make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Definitely appreciate you guys tuning in and sticking in there with me as I learn and grow through this journey. Um, this has definitely been therapeutic for me, and I really do hope that you continue to listen as I'm sharing my journey. It is definitely a blessing, and I'm so grateful to have you guys. Until next time. Bye.